Oh, for On and Solomon. Gotcha. So we're just going all running shoes. Is that that's uh Happy hour. This is your host, Mason, on the move tonight. We got LP. On cloud on God. And we got Colin, friend of the podcast. Welcome in, Colin. I don't Thanks know about on us. cloud on God. I don't know. Like, uh... <laughs> Colin, this is actually your interview to join the podcast full time, and you're going to take my place. How does that sound? <laughs> I don't know. You, you normally have four people and we've only got two of the uh of the sustained hose going on right now so you got enough knowledge for two people so this all balances out (laughs) oh well you know what we were talking before you might have caught a little bit of our our conversation when we went live from just the jump and you know i think well before we get started go follow us instagram and twitter at still driven tn Cullen, we are live. I'll let you know if we get any comments and or anything on uh, what you're saying. We were talking about the Solomon Skinny as Landon's new segment and some on clouds as one of our beloved listeners loves to talk about a lot. And I am expecting him to jump in, but we'll see if he jumps in to a comment later in the show. But anyways, so... Without further ado, Landon, I'm just gonna put this up for you. Let me get to it. Did we change? Do we do we spell it right now? Oh, I I think I got a fire graphic if it's on here. Oh yeah, yeah look at on, this. I've got, I, my, I've got my own uh, my own section now. I'm pretty excited about it. Let's go. Oh, oh look at you as told by Landon. Hi, <laughs> With a special guest this week from Cullen. So Landon, I'll let you take it away. Man, I'm just going to keep piling on Hayes. The fact that Hayes isn't here kind of hurts me because, oh, man, we've got Cullen here who he is the end-all, be-all when it comes to sneakers. I don't know Um, about all of that, but I I will say (laughs) Salomon are are fire, like 100%. Like, I don't care if you are a mom in Green Hills or you are a sneakerhead in 12 South. I don't care like salmon is fire especially if you get like the right colorway and you pull it off with the right fit salmon is the jam like they're i don't know if it's necessarily a renaissance but they are definitely have a good space in the in the sneakerhead world or or whatever you want to call it like it was the bar analogy it it is the type of shoe that you can wear all day be comfortable but still go to the bar and still not be turned away. So that is, if, if you wear it right, like obviously if you wear all athletic apparel, you know, then you may be turned away. But if you wear it right with the right pants and, and jacket and whatnot, you will 100% still be accepted at the bar and you'll still be comfortable. So better than those cowboy boots out there on, uh, on Broadway. So I am 100% in. Let's go. He read the script verbatim, just like I wrote it. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> but now, okay, on the flip side, so, and I heard, I heard you, so I've been pronouncing this brand wrong my entire life. It's, it's it is Sal, Salomon, not Solomon. I think, I think it's Salomon. I, I don't know, me. I yeah. could be wrong. I, I have again, no idea. It, no, Solomon, wrong, Salomon, like, I don't know. You, you All right. Me. So, so let's take it to the whole other spectrum on cloud. I think I, I think hey, Dean has entered the chat. So uh. I think on cloud is fine if you are just looking for a comfortable shoe. If you are, I don't know if it necessarily enters that sneakerhead space. I don't think anybody should be shamed for wearing it because it is fairly comfortable. But like, it's, I mean, it's in that space. That's that's. I guess that's what. I'm- you're just accepting the the reality that your expectations are lower 
than most. Like, I guess. I, I, I'm not as anti on cloud as I know you are. Like, it's not... It doesn't offend me. Like, I'm just like, okay, cool. You wear on clouds. Like, do you it like should them? offend you, though. It is fake news, fake art. <laughs> it is a quick money grab for the Williamson County soccer dads with their vests oh and their Oakleys and their gelled <laughs> hair like they've had since eighth grade. Like, just get, oh, I just can't. I want to you, what do you want them to wear? Do you want them to be like posers or something? I'd like... rather them wear hucks or hey dudes or something that I just no, know they no, actually you wouldn't. do not care. Hey yes. Hey dudes are the worst sneaker. Brand. Because they actually think they have a chance at being cool with on clouds. It's like that bridge between the hey dude <laughs> and legitimate sneakerhead that's what but, it is. but i don't i don't think that they're necessarily trying to be legitimate sneakerheads. i think they're trying to find something that is like it fits in the lane of like acceptable and they're still comfortable so I, that's my personal take on it um because i think I, again i have not tried on cloud so i can't be like oh yo they're the best shit ever but like at the same time i'll be, be like i get why people like them like they're a pretty minimalist sneaker like they fit with most things they don't clash it's not like wearing adidas exactly you don't have to put any thought into it you literally <laughs> slip those bad boys on you don't even have to tie your shoes and you can just wear whatever dirty clothes you found in the laundry from last week like but but isn't that a good thing like don't you don't no. you think that's better than like wearing something that's like it goes far deeper is, than that Colin. So, okay, according to what you're saying, Landon, you're saying that panda dunks are the same level as on clouds. You don't have to think about it. So yep. <laughs> It's socially acceptable by the majority of society. Like, it, you don't, I don't look at a panda dunk and think, hmm, that person really tried today. <laughs> but that's a good thing. Like, what if you're not trying? Yeah. What if you're not what? trying to try? Like, what if you're just trying to wear it get a fit off or whatever not even get a fit off just not just a, yeah exist. the opposite exist. of get a fit off yeah you're you're just <laughs> like, trying to get existing what about these you don't offend this oh, is a 90s, random, 90s, it's a 90s. like 90s, I would it's just like, a oh, okay, shoe cool. i throw on right it, it's the equivalent of that and then it just has a like a, a toe in the water on sneaker culture i guess well, like you said about <laughs> Solomon, Solomon, it is a renaissance. There's history. There's, and I know you're a sucker for a good story tied to a shoe. Oh, what 100%. story is tied to OnCloud? <laughs> Williamson County Dads. That's the story. <laughs> Williamson County Dads and, uh, and, and OnClouds. I don't, I don't know if that's the story that they wrote in there about me, but, uh, but I, I, I can see it, but I'm not offended by it, if if that makes sense. Well, I wish they would have stayed in their lane. They haven't. As you mentioned off air, they're enrooted now. They're hitting these sneaker small sneaker boutiques, and now they're collaborating with streetwear brands. And so they've absolutely jumped into a space that they don't deserve to be in. I, I well, okay. So like going off of uh, brands jumping into a space that they don't necessarily deserve or need to be in. What do you all think about the Tiffany Air Force Ones? Mm. Cause that's, that's obviously a very hot topic right now since like they've actually released official pictures and whatnot. So it's a, for all of you guys who are actually listening and not washing, it is a black leather Nubuck, black Ooh. completely all Air Force One with a Tiffany blue swish a Tiffany like little square sterling silver hit on the back and Tiffany and cursive on the tongue. But it, otherwise it's a black Nubuck Air Force One, black sole, black mensole, and a Tiffany blue swoosh. What are y'all's thoughts on that? Before I, I guess I give my thoughts, but what are, what are your guys' thoughts on like this so great company? collaborating with Nike and and having this shoe in this space and noted space or rather space um price point on this Air Force 1 is $400 like retail 
And yeah. that doesn't include accessories. It's just $400 for the shoe. As of right yeah. now, maybe they'll include accessories later, but as of right now. Um, for me, so I had two pictures. If you're, if you're not on YouTube, get on YouTube and, and, uh, check this out. So this picture, which is, a, I presume the official picture from Nike and Tiffany, this looks like a really quality material. But then if you see the in-hand picture that we saw leaks of, that looks like a completely different shoe to me. I don't know the material, I guess, uh, down like around the toe box. Um, it just looks like a different like a, I guess a fuzzier suede maybe than this. This looks really cheap to me. I'm like without the accessories and everything. Really, the only detail that I like is that uh, sterling silver hit on the back. Um, otherwise, I ah, this is just really bland. I mean, I don't want them to go over the top. Like I've seen a bunch of people releasing some crazy stuff about what they should have done, and I think it's all over the top. I mean, the dunks were so simple, right? When the Tiffany dunks came out, and this is almost too simple for my liking. What do you think, Landon? That's, that's a question I have for Colin, a history question. So, like when the Tiffany dunks dropped, that was not an official collaboration with Tiffany, right? No, it was just uh, Nikki Diamonds with uh, just basically saying like, "Oh, like, like Nikki Diamonds, Diamond Supply Co. Like, this is kind of like a play on that, and let's. What would we do if we?" if that was a possibility because at that time it wasn't a possibility of doing luxury brands with a sneaker or streetwear company and so like they're the ones who did it first and it's almost like now the luxury company has a chance to do it and now they've done it worse and so there was this meme on throwing fits where it was like Nikki Diamonds sues Tiffany for infringement upon like better streetwear you know, <laughs> take on, you know, a diamond Nike collaboration. And so I think the part that made it cool, whether it's Tiffany Nike or Louis Vuitton Nike or Louis Vuitton Supreme or whatever is like before when it was not official, it was very much a play on it. And now it, that it's official, it's it's almost like they're just chasing money, and and that's what it is. Is it's like streetwear luxury. It has come to this point where it's like what streetwear is is no longer really streetwear. It's like it's all become high fashion, and so mm -hmm. they're chasing on like okay, what can I make? Tiffany specifically, it's like we are known for jewelry, but we don't care about that. We only care about like what can we sell that can be worn a lot and happens to have a little bit of like our cosign that you just be like, Oh, those are expensive. And that's it. That's all I care about. It doesn't matter about like whether it's good or not. It's just like expensive worn a lot. So you see it a lot. That's it. That's the only thing that's, that's with it versus like the diamond supply, like Nikki diamond stuff is like, that stuff is great. It's timeless. It, it is like, Oh, if you see that as a non-sneaker person, you'll be like, oh, is that like Tiffany? But like you see this new stuff, you'll be like, oh, I guess that has a Tiffany swish. That's and that's the difference, I think. Is like you see it, you'll be like, oh, maybe there is an association versus before, like, yo, oh, I see the connection, even though there is no actual physical connection to the company. But it's a weird time. It's definitely signifies where we're at at this point in sneakers and fashion to the point to, to your point streetwear is no longer accessible for the masses um and i don't know well yeah I mean, it, 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 like it's tiffany a money grab dunks, to your like point tiffany, tiffany sb dunks were for a long time like four to six hundred i would say not to say that's a cheap like four to six hundred dollars is not cheap but four to six hundred dollars is a lot more accessible, considering this new one is retail four hundred dollars or rumored to be fourteen or four hundred dollars. Um, that is a lot more accessible than a resale price of four to six hundred dollars, depending on size. Like you, you start to look at like, I mean, sure, like I'll, I'll spend the same amount, but like, what made that? 
original one cool was like it's not an official collab it's like a riff on that on that brand and so you start looking at like oh this is what the official brand came up with that shit's lame like it's it's like a it's like a play on like oh we have to try to be cool we have to try to appease you know the masses or sneaker culture or whatever and and that to me is like the antithesis of what made that original one cool like if you try to be something like nick diamonds was not trying to be cool it was just like oh i like this that's it and if you like it cool if you don't like it that's fine too this new stuff like with the air force one specifically is like i am trying to hit what made the original the nike sb like successful but oh it's an official so you should automatically like it like that's that's a lot lamer i don't know it just it seems less organic i guess well yeah. and it's it's a thing of like either go all in on the storytelling side or don't at all this is like in the, down the middle of just like we're not really gonna tell a story we're not really gonna not tell a story though we're gonna just pray, place a huge price point on it and hopefully people will just you know that hype wear culture of i don't know i feel like that needs to be separated of streetwear and hype wear, hype wear this falls into hype wear of what we don't really care about but somebody's gonna wear it because it costs a lot of money I think, who's yeah, gonna wear it? that's my question what kind of person is going to wear this? I feel like it's Tiffany is is using Nike to access a different market. Like I think there's more people that are sneakerheads that are into Nike that are going to purchase this than like maybe someone that's bought Tiffany their whole life isn't into sneakers, isn't into shoes. They're not going to see this and be like, "Oh, I got to get that because it's Tiffany," <laughs> right? Does it, no, I, I think someone who has like bought Tiffany, whether it's for themselves or for their wife or for a gift for somebody else, is not caring about this because they're going to buy Tiffany regardless. I think the person that will buy this is somebody who is in the Nike space, in the sneakerhead space, but they want to touch something that they can't reasonably attain like year after year like it's like oh this is a one-time collab with tiffany and co with nike and i love air force ones and that's not a knock on them it's just like i think that's the market that tiffany and co agreed to um work with nike to attain and i think for nike it's it's very much hey like maybe we can just extract more money out of it and that's the the feeling of it to me and like to me i'm like i'm not in that marketplace so to me it kind of feels forced and it's not as organic as like the the sb with with diamond supply go like whether and that's not an official collab but like that felt more organic than than what this is like this feels very forced minimalist and not in a good way you're just like hey this is a thing like it, the the point of it too like they put the leather the uh the little sterling silver hit on the back of the air force ones from the official mm -hmm. thing and the dubray on or the little like tag that goes on the very end of the laces is a leather tag it's like dude you're a you're a jewelry company why wouldn't you make that the focal point of your shoe make that Dubray sterling silver or just whatever, like make it a jewelry piece. Like yeah. no one's- Well, that brings, us, yeah, like, that brings look, us to the accessories though, right? That's And that I, goes to the accessories and it's like, I'm gonna charge <laughs> you more where the Dubray yep. is extra. That should have been a standard mm -hmm. to, yeah. to what this shoe was. Like that's the one point of the shoe that is standard to every other Air Force one that should have been the thing that you changed like even if the color was like not even black and tiffany blue if it was just white and white like and the only thing you changed was tiffany silver or sterling silver to the dubray that would have made 
more sense and less and felt like and not not seem like but felt like more less of a crash cash grab then cool like all right you're doing a jewelry thing to an air force one cool yeah Yeah. you showed that but like doing this like oh we're doing an all black new buck and uh, a leather lace tag and we have this hit on the back but if you want the dubray to really show people you got to pay extra then that 100 percent feels like cash grab like well it's not even just a little extra either it's like as much as the shoes are maybe they've said yeah it's like what 275 400 or whatever y'all but that shoehorn that's dope (laughs) i like the toothbrush (laughs) the toothbrush is probably the best of the four things that have been previewed but like even then it's like man i'm not really gonna pay 300 dollars or 275 or 400 or whatever it is like for a toothbrush yeah no you know like like to the average consumer not not to the collector or to the person who is like you know uh, i've got endless amounts of money to spend like to the average person like i mean i could go to walgreens or i could go to dollar general or and, and spend a dollar or a dollar 25 and, and buy something and then it would be the, do the same purpose as what it's to do <laughs> why why am i going to spend 275 dollars at the minimum yeah. if not more you know who's going to buy this stuff you it's the it's, it's the, it's the williamson county mom <laughs> Who no, has a chest full of Tiffany Co. that's been bought by her on cloud wearing husband? And she's like, Yeah, my husband has those cool shoes. He's like into sneakers. So, like, this is cool because, like, it's something I love and like something he loves. And then that's how a man in Williamson County ends up with a pair of black Air Force Ones. I. I actually don't think that's the market. I think the person <laughs> is the market for the accessories, not necessarily the shoes, because I think the shoes are, even though I, I don't agree with what they are or represent, I think they are fairly universal because they are black and they are very like, anyone can wear them. You can wear them with a lot of things. So I think from that aspect, Tiffany did nail it out of the park, but I think it's kind of lazy. But I think for the accessories, I think it's really anybody that is like a sneaker collector and they'll be like, hey, like, oh, this is cool. They, this probably won't happen again. Like, and I'll pay whatever the price is on speculation and be like, if I pay $275, $300 for this toothbrush, I know on StockX it'll be five, $600. So I'm already, I've got equity. And, yeah, and I, that that's what I think that, really is and like they they're gonna sell out like it doesn't yeah absolutely even like if it was like a thousand dollars i think it would sell out just because of like hype and speculation i don't think that it is a necessary reflection of like this is cool or whatever but it's just like oh it's tiffany how many are they really gonna make and i'll just buy it it'll probably be worth more than what i paid at the very least, it'll be worth at least what I paid. And so I won't lose money. And so like those people that are like collectors and stuff will get it to get it, sit on it probably for a little bit, sell it, get something else. So I think the accessories could stand alone by themselves. Like I think this would have been a more successful collaboration if they hadn't even released a shoe and just stay true to the accessories. But I mean, you need the shoe to, to have the accessories, yeah. right? Like, if you don't, if you have the accessories without the shoe, it kind of seems like weird, right? Yeah. If Nike and Tiffany come out with a toothbrush only, yeah, you're like, <laughs> what, what, how does this make sense? I mean, crest, crest in there somewhere or something. <laughs> like, it, it has to have some kind of story, um, and and at least with the shoe, you're like, okay, I can clean my shoe with this toothbrush, but yeah. All right, I got another one uh, going back in the archives from, uh, I think this is 2006. We had news, and this has been out for a few weeks, but the DMP Jordan 11's Defining Moments pack. Um, yeah, I think that's 2006. It came out with, what was the other shoe? Was it a six? Yeah, it was a six. They, they released six. the DMP sixes. I was either last year or the year before. Right, yep. So these coming back, uh, for those of you that are not listening and don't know what this looks like, 
Uh, it's pretty much a Concord 11 with a gold jump man and gold accents um, instead of, uh, I guess they're white on. Yeah, it would just be white with uh, white and black. Yeah. So, Cullen, what do you think about the DMP Jordan 11s? Will you be going for these? I think because they released the DMP 6 already, I think it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you? And most people, when the DMP packs came out, would only keep one of the shoes. Of this pack specifically would be the 11 and the 6. The 11 would be the one you would keep. The 6 would be the one that you would sell. So for them to make just the 11 solo, and people to be able to buy it at retail 220 or 225 whatever it it ends up being it makes sense like i don't i'm not mad at it i think it makes sense and like will i go after it probably like the concord is probably the only 11 that i not i think i actually do like i bought a pair at retail and i wore it so would i buy a dmp 11 yeah I would buy a DMP 11. Like that gold hit on the jump man, like it is different. The only thing that I'm concerned about, or not even concerned, just like I'm curious to see if they do, is the original DMP 11s had the clear sole, which does not age as well as the blue sole, I will say. But the clear sole with the gold hit on the jump man is better than a Concord equivalent with a clear sole regular hit or a concord with a blue soul and regular hit so whether or not they do the blue soul ver- or the, the icy soul the blue icy soul yeah. versus the regular we lost calling for an aesthetic purpose not necessarily for a sales purpose they're going to sell out regardless any concord yeah. any 11 period just sells out especially if it's going to be around holiday time but I think the clear sole, not super icy blue, with the gold hit does look better than a like clear blue icy sole with a gold hit. So I was curious, and you touched on it, how does that sole age compared to the blue icy? The, clear, the clear icy sole, it, it gets just like extra, extra yellow versus gotcha. like... The blue sole ages like, like it just looks like you just wore the shoe. Like it's not like it gets super extra yellow. It just gets like you wore the shoe. That's it. So like it. it... Oh, we lost them again. There we go. <laughs> so I think that I think the clear like the reason that they switched to the blue sole is like people always be like, oh, I want to. A sole that wears better. I want a sole that looks icy, and so they switch to the blue soles, and so it makes sense. Like it does, long term, it does look better. But just from a nostalgia point of view, the clear sole looks better to me. I think it's a good mix of what they've been doing. From what was it like? I don't remember what they called them, but I called them the Statue of Liberty fives, where they already had the yellowed sole. This kind of seems like an in-between. Like, we're not going to yellow the sole, but we're not going to make it so icy that it looks like it's never going to yellow. Mm-hmm. Kind of that retro feel, but somewhere in the middle there. Um, <clears throat> Landon, I don't think you own any 11s, do you? No, you be going for some DMPs? No. Landon Sorry. is ECG only. <laughs> we outside, yeah, boys. <laughs> yeah. I can appreciate the 11. It's a good looking shoe. I just know that I personally could not wear them in the back country hiking up a fourteen thousand foot mountain. And that's Listen, all right. Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you can do that in these either, but this is why we wanted to have old intern Landry on to see if what he thought about some all star game sneakers. The ones coming out oh, somewhat baby. soon. LeBron twenties. We've got KD fifteen. All-Stars, um, and then we had some Giannis, pictures of Giannis All-Star sneakers as well. But we'll start off with these LeBrons. Landon, what do you think? Love them. Love it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the reverse swoosh anywhere, but the execution on this one is incredible. I'm also not a, usually a big fan of performance shoes, but 
this is just a classic silhouette. Like they they killed it. Big fan all around. Yeah, like you said, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the backwards sloosh. Um just because of the Travis Scott stuff, it's just like worn it worn out for me. Um you guys might know this. Is the first shoe that had the backwards swoosh, was that like an Air Darwin? Does that ring a bell? I don't know if that's right, but I I don't know if that's the first shoe, but I do know at least for the LeBron series, he has had backwards swooshes before. Yes. So it's not yeah. out of the realm of it's not like I'm reaching and, and like trying to bite a, another style or another line. So for me I like I I like the shoe. I think it it works well within what it is intended to do, which is to play basketball, not to necessarily be a, a great shoe off the court. And I think it looks clean. Like I think the color is great. The the hard part about I just don't know if I can play basketball in what two hundred and twenty dollars shoes. If I want, if I I'm mean, paying that much, I want to be able to wear them a lot. <laughs> I mean, like to, to somebody who is just going to wear them only on the court, which I know a lot of people do. And like I yeah. did for a little bit when I was playing basketball, like you can wear them then just change the slides. Like, and yeah. I, I, I think they're a good shoe. Like, and I haven't this, played in any of the, the newer low top LeBron. So like, I'm not going to speak to the performance aspect, but at least from a looks wise perspective, I think they look good. Yeah. They, I mean, don't get me wrong. These are probably the best performance shoes in the last five to eight years that you could wear off court. I, I think those are that good, but it's still not to the level of you would want to as much in my opinion, but yeah, love the, love the design of this shoe with the regular swoosh backward swoosh is okay. But this, the cloudy pattern, I really like that for the all-star game. So, and, and I will say that, like, with a regular swoosh, that would be fire. That would have put the shoe over the – like, I, I don't think the backward swoosh was necessary. Or if you put a jewel swoosh on that, whoo! No, get out of here. Get out of here. Land, jewel swooshes are terrible. Like, just end all be all. Like, they're terrible. This would be Landed's number one swoosh if it was waterproof, or number one shoe if it was waterproof. Oh, 100%. If it was waterproof, <laughs> like, it, it, he would have bought all the pairs. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have seen him last week. Disrespects me. <laughs> then bring Colin on here. Disrespects me. Listen, a, right, a, jewel, a jewel swoosh, I don't like, period, on any shoe. So it's not. Or come on. What shoe do you like a jewel swoosh on? An Air Force One? No, the Cortez. No, a regular swoosh is way better on the Cortez than a jewel swoosh. Oh, the metallic swoosh? No, the reason the jewel swoosh is purely an aesthetic thing. Like, it is just like, it doesn't age well. That's I guess that's the biggest reason why I don't like a jewel swoosh. Like, it looks very dated and it doesn't age well. So it get, you're comparing it to me. That's cool. Hey, listen, <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> Landon, give us your take on these KD fifteen All Stars. Oh, it's KD. It's terrible. KD's trash. <laughs> you break this is probably This is probably the worst KD that I've seen. KD fifteen I've seen. This looks good here? at all. There's that, like taking KD out of it. They're just they're fine. They're like a they're a basketball shoe. <laughs> Like, I actually like a lot of his in this model, but this one, it's not, it's not really? offensive. It's not like a jewel swish. <laughs> it's not very good either. It's, it's pretty bad. This is a pretty bad look right here. So we'll just move on. No, what color are they trying to go for though? Like what? I don't understand. What's the design elements here? It like looks we... like the jars of different color sand, right? The, the art. Yeah you get it like Gatlinburg that's what it looks like it feels like we shook up a LeBron Big Bang and 
yeah just shook it up sprayed it all over the shoe and no it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense for like the city it's in salt lake city this year so like it doesn't (laughs) even like match like if it was in phoenix maybe you know but it doesn't it doesn't really match to the city it doesn't i don't know if he's not even in the west you know typically the west is red or like a you know, like that colorway type of thing. So it doesn't even match to that. He's in the East now. So it doesn't, I don't understand the colorway. Um, I mean, like I said, the shoe itself, it's fine, but it doesn't match for the occasion. But yeah, it, it doesn't seem like, like with little bronze, they did the backward swoosh. There's nothing special to signify like, oh, this is an all-star shoe. Yeah, I agree with that. But with that, uh, I got to go. So, Okay. Thanks for joining me, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Peace. All right, Landon. Got some more on here. A double swoosh. A double swoosh. Serena Williams, Air Max 90 Futura. Man, this is a lot. There's a lot going on here. That's Uh, that's what I thought as well. Just a lot of unnecessary detail. the 90 already is a blocky shoe, and I feel like whatever they've done here with it looks even worse. It this is not this is not good. I know, and I want to like it. I like the colorway, like all the different colors they have on it, different browns and a little bit of like a maroon brown. But there's too many stitching lines on here. Like why why do you have to show that? It looks like a off-white knockoff to me the tongue is super dope the detail on the tongue it's like a rib tongue you've got the serena like leather patch tab on the tongue the double swoosh is cool and then you've got just a throw up of stitching across the shoe and like you said it doesn't look good they ruined it is the tongue corduroy it's what's what's the texture? It looks, it looks like a fat corduroy. Um, I, I can't really tell. It, it's not cord though, but it it looks like it. We'll have to look that one up. This this person this model has some nice finger tats though. Yeah, if you're not on YouTube. <laughs> Come check this out. Yeah, it's and the angle that this shoe's at starts to look like a shape up to me. <laughs> yes like doesn't it like as you look at it more it's like that doesn't look like a 90 anymore it's like serena retired so we got her a shape up Yikes. Right. <laughs> let's see what else we got i think we just got a little more news we already went through the louis vuitton these are coming back uh, i think at the same time frame as the dmp pack so we've got the Kobe reverse Grinch. We might have talked about this before. What do you think about this? Did it live is up to the, expectations of a Grinch? Is this the first uh, Kobe since his passing? Or have they released Kobe's? They've released them. Um, but shortly after, you know, they did the, like, killed the contract because they couldn't come to terms. And then back in April... Oh, they did the black shoe. They, yeah, May May 2nd, they came out with those black Mombasita. Same model as this one. The black black and white yeah. sixes. And then I think this is... There haven't been too many others. There may have been a, some kind of Pro-Tro mixed in there at some point. But yeah, these are coming. supposed to come out in December. So, so this is my issue. Red. Yeah, this is my issue with this shoe is... I understand Reverse Grinch... But if you can, t- the one element of a shoe that you can take off is what the shoelaces. If, if you can take off, if the one element that ties this back to Grinch can be taken off, it doesn't make sense to me. Like you could put black shoelaces on this and it wouldn't look like the Grinch. All right. Yeah. So it's it's got to be a stitched permanent part of the shoe to tie it back to the Grinch. So honestly, you got the hit on the tongue, but I'm with you. That's too much red. This is honestly lazy. I'm not a fan of it. It's a cool idea. I think 
to me, the first time I saw this, it was cool because they hadn't come out. It was a player exclusive for Anthony Davis. Look, looks like it might be him again based on this court behind him. But, yeah, unfortunately, this is, like, the most exciting news that we have in the sneaker game right now. So it's not very fun. Um, and that's all I had for inside the box. So hey, I got do you have anything out. else? I got some outside around the box. Action. Okay, well, before we do that, um, Dean had to log off, it looks like. But Thank um, goodness. I did, I did want to show some of his comments because, goodness gracious, he, it was going to get ugly if he joined. Let's see. Here we got <laughs> calling you a clown. That's insinuating fun. there. Dude talking about hey, dudes, LOL. And then <laughs> the best one. I bet Landon sits when he pees. <laughs> Not false. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish Landon or Dean was still awake so we could get him <laughs> on. But one day he will come on and defend his on cloud um, obsession. And we will ready. wait. We will await that day. I want I want Tyler back on for for that day because he had some choice words for on cloud that. They were nice. They were refreshing. So, anyways, let's move to outside the box, Landon. What you got? All right. So, as we alluded to earlier in the episode, flew out to Seattle, Washington for a long uh, extended weekend ski trip with a couple of good friends and got to enjoy some sneaker culture out in Seattle. Went to Bait. uh, Awesome shop. It's not all about sneakers there, which I was interested. You walk in and they've got um, cases full of action figures, like you know, pop figures, uh, Gundam Wing, uh, Batman, like a really good diver, Star Wars, a lot of good diverse selections. So like that's the first thing you see when you walk in. And so I was like, first, I was like taken aback. I was like, am I in some anime store right now? Uh, but then, <laughs> then you walk in, you see the shoes. And so it just it was well done. Great customer service. The guys were super friendly. So all around great experience at bait. Shout out bait Seattle. That was cool. Um, or some Salomons uh, because they make ski boots. So um, I can <laughs> tell Haze that yes, indeed I do. Well, I, I didn't buy them, but I rented them. So I've worn Salomons. All right. And they were incredible. Um, but one of the guys I was skiing with, he lives in Seattle and he's not into sneakers, but he saw my shoes and was like, dude, I want to get into sneakers. I'm like, I got you. So like I took him to bait uh, on the slopes, was talking to him about shoes and he's going to, he's going to purchase his first pair of sneakers pretty soon. So he, he was actually, I got him to download the sneakers app. Uh, and he actually picked out on the sneakers app, those patent leather, multicolor undefeated air force ones, <laughs> just the clown shoe of all clown shoe. And I'm like, man, Hey, just rock hmm. what you so it's it's just it's so it's exciting to like welcome someone into the world of sneakers and you know he was just had so many questions about you know the resale market uh, he downloaded StockX and that blew his mind and this is a guy he he's a he does uh, uh, pediatrics he's a doctor and so this is just like a foreign world to him but he's so intrigued with it and uh, so uh, we added one to the army. Uh, this weekend, and Let's I look forward, uh, shout out to Taylor uh, Hendrick. I uh, look forward to having him on the podcast soon to show off his first pair of sneakers. Okie dokie. All right, I'm going to try something on YouTube that we haven't done before. Um, but at this point, thank you for that uh, more than sneakers moment. We didn't brand it as that before you started talking, but ended up that way. So but I want to try to get on here and do something we haven't done before for our Urban Meyer Loser of the Week segment. Let's go. We've got a few different, a few different, um, I guess, nominees. Um, let me let me pull these up for a second. But I guess the first nominee, and and you'll have to let me know if you've seen this. It. It's been a recurring loser of the week for you in particular. Um, so 
this is a brand that is a sub brand started by one person that you said was the worst rapper in the world. And he released some slides ah. this past week. I'm assuming you've seen these. Uh, They are. I have not. Oh, you have not seen these. Not the slides. Oh my goodness. Uh, I cannot wait. If you are not on YouTube, I'm giving you a few minutes to go look on YouTube. We're at the 45 minute mark to get Landon's first view of the Nocta slide. Do you think they're going to be like Yeezys? Because you're they're not they're not even close. I'm not So ready for that this. is the first one. Let's see if I can pull these up. I don't have them on a slide. I honestly feel better that I don't know what they look like. There were some Nocta and bait uh this weekend and the, the guy I was talking to about sneakers, he's like, "Oh, tell me like about this." It's like I was like, well, it's tied to Drake. And he's like, oh, so it's cool. I'm like, nah, necessarily. No. Gosh, we can't see that, can we? It's so bad, it's not even going to pull up. (laughs) It's so bad, it's not going to pull up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Those look like flippers. How bad is that? (laughs) Those look like I can throw those on and go swimming with the dolphins. That's what they're called. I don't know what they're called, actually. Drake's swim fin. So no way. It this is, is a slide. Joke. No, it's not. I don't think it's a joke. It's not. It's not April Fool's Day. How, how are they getting this guy to sign off on this stuff? <laughs> this has got to be the worst. Go look up the Nocta slides. They are literally flippers, and they've got the Nocta branding. They've got the swoosh on them. Like, who approved this? You know, Nike I can't. did make uh, flippers. They made a flipper shoe, and it, it, it looks like this. Can you imagine if you saw somebody out in the wild with this on? Just walking down the street, not even like on the beach or anything. Oh, that'd be hilarious. You're not supposed to see your toes in flippers, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> All right, so that's that's no number word. one. Number two on my nominee oh, okay. of the week. Hold up. Is, what's that? This is a, the, go back to the Noctis. Okay, this makes a little bit more sense. This was a model of shoe that Nike had already released prior. So, like, this isn't an original release. They're just throwing Nocta on it. But this is a legit, like, swim fin Nike. These came out several years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, didn't know that. Okay, so yeah, it's, it looks like it's a they're they're labeling it, it as a collab. Yeah. So my second loser nominee of the week is the NBA referees, and this one's twofold. So I don't know if you saw this. LeBron James got fouled, pretty egregious foul at the end of the game. There's photo of he he threw an entire fit, and there, it was going on overtime. On his knees, acting like after the game that he that the Lakers are the only team in the league to have this happen to them, where the refs stole a game from him. Like it's happened to every single team in the league this year, I can guarantee it. And so, okay, you can say yes, they should have made the right call. I agree, it was a bad call. But then this tweet, like everyone else, this is from the NBA official referees account. And they tweeted, like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game that is gut wrenching for us. This will weigh this will this play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be. This is a loser of the week. This tweet is a loser of the week to me. We're gonna we're gonna mess calls every single game, but because it's LeBron, we're gonna bow down and say we're gonna lose sleep over this. I mean, goodness gracious, like, we can't do this every time the refs screw up a call at the end of a game because it happens. It happened the next night with the Kings. The Kings ended up winning the game. But the NBA referees got to be a nominee for the Urban Meyer Loser of the Week for this tweet. Just just shut up. Like, Could, could you imagine making a mistake at your at your job and going on Twitter, making a public <laughs> announcement? The, like, the, what about, like, this is just this petty, man. This ridiculous. Yeah. Bowing down. Because it's LeBron. Yep. 
the frustrating thing too is like it people are always like oh we need more transparency and we need to find the refs well the players don't get fined if they make a bad play like the refs miss the play like i get it they're human but you gotta miss less plays we don't need more transparency we don't need fines we just need them to get it right <laughs> and whatever that may be it's i don't know this, this tweet is just stupid yeah and then the last one is again we i love nike i like nike a lot we talk about nike all the time and I feel like Nike deserves a loser of the week for literally trying to sue everybody. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. They went, after, they went after Bape this week. That's the biggest one. But I just saw they went after Flyknit shoes uh, copyright on Lululemon. What? I saw the pictures. I don't think they look that similar, but maybe like the knit fabric is similar or something. But who cares? Like, what it, Nike? It feels like they're very threatened right now, or they feel yeah. that way. Somebody and, that that is a sign of they are losing market share. They are losing revenue. They're clawing for something. Yeah, uh, and they're going after everybody, all customizers. I mean, it's a bad look in my opinion to go after Bape. Now, if Lululemon's doing something, I I will guarantee you that I will never study Lululemon shoes. Didn't even know they made shoes before Nike sued them over it. Um, I just... Bape helped carry the Air Force One into multiple yeah. generations. That's a yeah. bad look to go after them after they've been doing this for years. Right. It's been 20 years or so <laughs> since we we got the Bape. Yeah. I... I it's to me. I think that Nike swim fin has got to be one of the worst. But since it's a collab, I I might just say Nike trying to sue the crap out of everybody. It's it's getting old. It was crazy the first three times we saw it, but now on number twelve, the twelfth lawsuit. Like, is Adidas going to try to sue Nike over some slides? Come on, we're we're not in this game. I'm surprised you didn't have Stetson Bennett. On this list, DUI. <laughs> look, if you look at Stetson Bennett, you kind of get the feeling that he's that frat guy who might get a little white boy wasted. Like he looks like that guy, so that didn't surprise me too much. I bet he's wearing those Noctis slides when he got pulled over. <laughs> was it a DUI? I thought it was a public intoxication. Oh yeah, apologize. Public intoxication, not a DUI. Well, moving on. So those are your nominees. You can uh, let us know which one you think should be the loser of the week. We still got one viewer on this, but nobody's commenting. Drop a comment if you're viewing with us. But that's, hey, that's all I've got. Oh, here we go. We got the comment. Loser of the week from Bodie Gwynn. Whoever has to share a jail cell with Todd Downing for two days in Williams County. What happened to Todd Downing? Did he just recently get arrested? Yeah, I'm interested. This must be breaking news from Bodie Gwynn. Bodie, Todd Downing got arrested in Green Bay like four months ago. No, it was after. It was in Nash. It was in Nashville. Oh, he so was he's in, it was after when he got home. We he got was home on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. So he started he started his sentence today. That's what it was. Oh, for two days. <laughs> two days. I thought he was gonna say um, Todd Chrisley have to sh- sell share jail cell. Yeah, could you imagine that? <laughs> no, I can't. That's a weird one. <laughs> Don't get I yourself in trouble with this. Those knocked the slides, and he said, "Yeah, these are heat." Of course. course. Our intern just letting us down. Just like when we asked him to come on the podcast. That's what I said. He's like, I need a bigger heads up than this. I'm like, Landry, I literally ask you every week. We record every week on Wednesday. I mean, on Tuesday at nine o'clock. And he's like, y'all don't want me on there. And literally, as he said that, you mentioned something about those KD or about the LeBrons. You're like, man, I wish 
Landry was on here so we could get his take. Exactly. Like, we literally talk about you on every episode. Just get on. Have some self-respect. You were high of the Hittite. All right. We've got uh, five minutes left. I think it's time for a little. I got it good. All right, Landon. You got a top five for us this week? Or I'll tell we you what come up one? top five movies is the movie <laughs> Nope, directed by Jordan Peele. That song reminded me of it because that what that was the theme song for uh, Get Out, right? Or what was his first? What was his first movie? The horror movie? No, I don't know. You don't watch Jordan Peele? Not much. I did. I watched their show, Key and Peele, for a while. Man, well. Nope, took a turn for the the worst. It was it's like this generation's take on signs, mm. and it just wasn't, wasn't what I expected after his other blockbuster hits. So, okay, all right, is that our whole top five for this week? <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. What do we want to do top five about? I mean, we could just go through some questions or we can, oh, let's get a top five. Let me think of one. Um, let's go with, hmm. I'll keep it PG related since you have a job to take care of. <laughs> Appreciate that. Hmm, I'm, I'm struggling. Dan is usually our top five guy. So let's go with uh, top five. Mm, this is bad podcast right here. <laughs> All right, we're going with Bodie in the comments once again. Top, top five Titans franchise quarterbacks. Like future? Or... <laughs> I think it's just... In the past, we don't have. We've never had a franchise quarterback. That's wrong. Steve McNair was a franchise quarterback. Okay, okay, okay. Jake Locker at number one. <laughs> let's Gary go. Paul, let's go. Number two. Worst. Let's change it. Worst five starting quarterbacks that have ever played for the Titans. Uh, Volek. <laughs> Say I'm wrong. Say I'm wrong. Billy Bull. You're saying number one? No, I'm just throwing no, it. Yeah, yeah. There's Vol- no to pick from. Year two, BJ. To pick year two, who? Vince Young, year two. Mm, I'm, a, I'm a Vince Young lover. What? He Met, did Mettenberger for sure has to be on there. No, Mettenberger had some breakout games. He won a third game. Mettenberger had the confidence of Tom Brady <laughs> with <laughs> the quarterback play of Jared. What's that? What's that big, uh, hefty quarterback from Kentucky? Jared, Jared Lorenzen? Kind of sounds oh, like Jerry Lorenzo. He did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rusty Smith. Rusty Smith, Matt Sims. Yes. Matt Sims rolling up the doobies. Touchdown, Jesus. Um, oh, Charlie Whitehurst. <laughs> you know it's bad if you were backing up Jake Locker. <laughs> yeah. Did he st- I guess Castle? he didn't start again. Oh, yeah, I'm Matt sure Hassel. he started. I'm sure. Oh, Matt Castle and Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. Malik Willis has got to be up there for worst. He might. He might be the worst. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Yeah. He got beat up the starting gig by Space Dobbs. Like, what? <laughs> Hey man, Space Dobbs would have been the, on the top five QBs in Titans history. Called out, man. 
his QB rating over those past couple games. All right, let's. All right, we'll we'll flip it then. Let's go back to top five. Got to have McNair at number one. What about Warren Moon? Are we doing pre? Uh, let's do just Titans. <sighs> Tannehill's got to be number two then. Yeah. Um. Uh, what about Marcus? Marcus got us more playoff wins. Did he? Who did yeah. we go to the AFC Championship with? That was Tannehill, right? It's true. But Marcus had that that win against uh, Kansas City, <laughs> where he shot himself. Yeah. Did we win? We won at Kansas City. Yeah, I was there. I was at that game. I do remember that. Yeah, incredible. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I would Vince put Marcus. Marcus. Vince Young and Marcus are the same for me. Just because re- recent C bias, right? And then, so that's uh, three. That's three. Oh, well, I got Vince Young as well. Vince. Is that? Yeah. So that, that'll be my fourth. And then uh, that that first year was magical with Vince. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That it's you got to base it on the first year only. Uh, after that, man, it's like Kerry Collins, Matt Hasselbeck, and Josh Dobbs. Did Jake Locker ever succeed at anything? I think he led us to two top five draft picks back-to-back years. (laughs) So that's saying something. I mean, yeah. Bodie says Tanny's playoff record is unmatched. Brady and Lamar in the playoffs. Wait, Steve McNair has? No, Steve McNair has more playoff wins than Tannehill. Yeah. Steve McNair was in the Super Bowl for the Titans. Did Ryan Fitz? No, 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 no. That's silly. yeah. He was on our team, right? I think he yeah, was. He definitely was on the Titans. Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> he definitely started a game or two. Yeah, I think there's a guy in there named Matt Mock. Matty Mock. Yeah. I think there's a different one. I think there's two Matt Mocks. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks in there. It's pretty remarkable how young of a franchise we are and how many quarterbacks we've we've been through. Yeah. We're no Cleveland Browns, but we're we haven't had too much success outside of Stephen Neer. Oh, here's a throwback. Drew Bennett. Drew Bren- Bennett. <laughs> no, he was a wide, wide receiver. receiver. He but he did receiver. play emergency Vanderbilt. quarterback a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Gabberts uh, was 1-0 and for the Titans as a starter. So, eat our words there. Yeah. All right. Sorry, we that went was on for segment. way too long. <laughs> no, that was good history. That was a good 10-minute 10, 10 segment right there. With that, I think we can, uh, we can just move on to what you learned today and then Sign off. Landon, are you freestyling? Oh, I'm good. I got 6% battery, so what mm. I learned. Whew, always always plug your laptop in before you start a podcast. Hey, you can always rely on Colin. That's what I learned today. Mr. Reliable. Always Mr. got the Reliable. good take. Amen. Always got the knowledge. Just spits truth. That's great. The knowledge seems to be endless. He's just like an encyclopedia of sneaker knowledge, and that is very impressive. Well, I think that's it for my closing remarks. Um, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stilldrippingtn. We're very thankful that you're here with us. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here, and we appreciate that. Be on the lookout for Dan and maybe some others on a Grizzlies podcast coming soon. Talk about the Ja Morant ones. Um, so Dan will have to clue us in on when that's when that's going online. Pretty dope collaboration. And I think that's about it. Good uh, grind. There, oh, I guess in the news, maybe we can make an appearance. There's no more vendor tables left, but there is a, is it Sneak Fest? 
coming to Nissan Stadium. It's First billed one. as as a Titans collab with Sneaker Fest, but I think they just rented out Nissan Stadium. I don't think it's uh, with yeah, the Titans. The, the marketing promotions I've seen, it's it's loosely it's, connected to the Titans. Yeah. It, either way, we'd love to have those people on. I think Hayes reached out to them. Uh, but we really heard back. Yeah. Uh, this was like a when it was at in Memphis, um, when I was at the Grizzlies arena. But uh, regardless, that'll be on April 1st, I believe, uh, at Nissan Stadium. Don't know ticket costs, but you know, hopefully we can get some more information on that and maybe have those guys on the podcast to talk about it. So that'd be dope. Uh, that's all the news we got. If you're a beer brand or know somebody who has uh, spirits or wine and spirits brand, hit us up. We'll uh, start our drinking game with I, we didn't see the cats this week, Landon. What's up with that? Oh, major development. So, Uh-oh. got the cats. They live in the basement. The whole, like, agreement with with Anna, my wife, was that they stay in the basement. They don't come upstairs. Well, Magnolia has slowly, or my daughter has slowly started to, like, bring them upstairs, get them acclimated to be upstairs. And tonight, I went downstairs because where I record in the basement. The cats ran upstairs, and and my wife was like, "You know what? Just leave them up here." I'm like, "What?" So, so it was her rule that the cats weren't supposed to be upstairs. Yeah, but shoot, I would be on board with that rule. They're running this place now, so that's why you haven't oh. seen them because they're upstairs. Okay, well, that's a lot less drinking. So that's good, unless we have Tyler on again. <laughs> what? I have to change it up. All right. Well, once again, this has dragged on long enough. Sorry for the Titans interlude that we had there. No, that was history. We were spitting facts. Hey, People are I better do that off all day. That. that is that is therapy. What about this guy is a game of therapy for me. So I could do that all day. You could be anywhere in the world, like I said. You're here with us, and we appreciate that. And with that, Landon is going to wrap us out. No, he's not. (laughs) Peace. We'll see you next week.